1: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 14, Episode 13, titled The Roth, The Roth, The Roth Matthew Roth. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one acerbic co-host from the podcast pod is my
2: co-pilot. Please say... The first thing that I do when I get home, I'm going to smoke a fat-ass blunt To Taylor, <laughs> the latte boy...
1: Hello, that is not the clip zero I thought you were going to take. Yeah, everyone at home needs to know we have a little bit of a a bet going. Not a bet. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what you call this. It. I don't know a challenge. A,
3: a, a gentleman's wager. A
1: gentleman's wager, if you will. Um, where we talked about this earlier on, just between us, girls. Which, of course, I'm going to plug Patreon. I know you guys. That's your favorite part of the show. So <laughs> hold on, it's coming. But um, but right now. I told Taylor, I zigged and I zagged I told Taylor that I chose this clip zero because there was one that I thought would be a good clip zero Mm -hmm. but I thought, oh Taylor's gonna think this is the clip zero and so I I zagged, okay and Mm -hmm. so Taylor says he remembers what he thinks the clip zero was was gonna be, and I have the other one pulled,
3: what did you think it was gonna be? I thought it was going to be the clip zero was going to be that joke wasn't funny.
1: Oh, this is the
3: other one that I pulled. Where's the meat? I will give them the meat. <laughs> That's a good one. I did have a bleeding thought that that could be a clip zero, but I thought the joke wasn't funny. I thought would be would be the oh. Zero. oh well, it was oh. worth a shot. It was.
1: Um okay guys, get ready for your favorite part of the show. Mm-mm. Taylor and I just had a very lengthy and insightful and, and a whole thing on just between us girls. And there are two ways you can listen to it. One, you can go to patreon.com slash afterthought media, sign up at the executive level and get that show. If you sign up at the premium level, by the way, you get this show like two days early, no commercials. Uh, you get a whole bunch of other content, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say you're, and I said this before. So patreon.com slash afterthought media, you guys know it. You know the drill. But like I said, there's this now, if you don't want to, if you don't want to fuck with Patreon, you'd rather fuck with Apple. If you scroll up on your Apple subscription on the page of the show, it says subscribe, premium subscription. And on that, you get just between us girls, which we had a very long, insightful one today. Mm -hmm. And, um, you also get season, our season three recap. You know, you're getting, you're going to get, I realize you're going to get a show Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Wow. Yeah. You get four shows a week on that Apple premium subscription. Well, no, because you get the public feed. So Monday and Friday are the public feed shows. And then you okay. get two additional shows. So okay. that's all up there at Apple subscriptions, you know, Apple, Apple premium. You have patreon.com slash afterthought media. Join today, get all this amazing content. By the way, once again, I need to plug the Discord, and we have, you know, we have, we have new Discord people all the time. But some of them come, they poke around, they go to the the porn decor lounge, and then they they leave. It, Taylor <laughs> is one of them. Yeah, okay. And but we have this new. I feel very attacked. <laughs> We have this new one to show you what it takes and how welcoming it is. We have Gay Law Librarian is the name of his, on his Discord. He came mm. in this week, and he is in like a week, become quite the superstar. He's posting everywhere. He's on the live shows. He's here right now. Uh He helped me with, uh, when I was going to yell at Griffey, he got me, like, ratings information, like, uh which I don't think I ever actually brought up in the show. Yeah, I was going to bring up to Griffey. So, okay, now I got to talk about this.
3: Finish if, talking. Gay law librarian. Gay law deserves, librarian is the new. Dis- attention he's first. the Discord. Let's talk about the one that deserves attention. Gay first. law
1: librarian is the new right now. The current reigning Discord uh, queen, you know, and is the superstar right now. You know, in the past, we remember there was Jeremy. Remember Jeremy from Holland? He was a superstar yeah. for a while. Now he's gone off back to Holland. I don't know where he's gone. Right? Gay law librarian. Is oh he did if you say he might be Griffy in disguise. So let me explain what that means. Okay. If you did not listen to Rulaska Thoughts, which has come back, uh, you should listen because it's going to be a new show. I I had to think of a better name than Rulaska Thoughts. I couldn't think of it at the time. But what we're going to do is we're going to have like ten minutes just talking about Drag Race up front, but then any foreign language. Uh, drag race show is now going to be covered in a very kiki casual way over on that show. So today we, this week we did drag race Espana and we'll do drag race Espana every week, but it's just going to be a casual conversation, uh, about the show. No formal recap, no producers, nothing, just friends talking. Right? Mm-hmm. Loving the show, not complaining about the number of episodes. But what right. you missed this week was we got a really nasty voicemail from a guy named Griffey. Okay. I know Taylor doesn't want to address him, so you don't have to. A guy named Griffey who said, who said that we, uh, that, uh, we bitch about the number of episodes, which Taylor does and I don't. And, uh, <laughs> and that we hate the show, which neither one of us hates the show. You know, mm. we make fun of the show. Right. But Mm -hmm. we, we, we make fun of those we love.
3: I was going to say we make fun of each other.
1: Yeah. Dummy. And, (laughs) and anyway, um, the point is, uh, he left a voicemail. He said everyone felt that way. Well, Taylor, we have a voicemail. I want to play for you. So if you don't know what we're talking about here, go to Rulaska thoughts, listen to this nasty, nasty voicemail and then come back here. But here, here's a, here's a response to Griffey.
0: Hey, Joe and Taylor, the latte boy. Um, I just want to say that, you know, I listen to your podcast because, yeah, I like the show, but mostly I listen to your podcast because I like you, Joe and Taylor, the latte boy. So that's what I want to tell Griffey. Um, And also when you say, you know, that that leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Well, when did you pluralize your pronouns? <laughs> because I'm not included in that, my son, um, because you don't know what tastes I like. I listen because I like this, their take, and that's my taste. And I, I just love Taylor, the latte Boe kind of, you know, feeling a bit direct. Um, I love your, your argument is invalid. <laughs> It was really good. Anyway, I love the show. I'm not a Patreon or a. that I'm not? I don't spend money. On,
1: oh wait, but, never mind. Uh, voicemail ended. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> How did that oh, one get in there?
4: Oh, Gee, well, going- well uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a little warm in here. <laughs> no, by the way, guys, you do not. Like, I shouldn't say this. It's not good for what I'm trying to do. I don't Patreon. I don't support anyone on Patreon either. Right. I don't get that part. But but I'm the creator and of course I would subscribe to my own content. Love the show. Yeah.
0: All right. Great. Oh, I'm Carol, by the way, from Nova Scotia. Oh, oh come oh.
1: on, Carol from
0: Nova Scotia.
1: All right. Alright. This week, the Queens paint murals, uh, Roast Ross Matthews and Rock Tutus on the runway. Bosco's named the winner of the challenge while Deja Sky, Diabeti, and Georges are in the bottom three. For- this forces them to square off in a lip sync battle for their lives. Diabeti is told Shantae, you stay, while Georges and Deja Sky are asked to sachet away. Tim of the latte, boy. Name two things I liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
3: All of it. I liked all of it. I liked everything from the beginning to the end. I was sad that the episode wasn't six hours long.
1: Okay, very good. And uh, <laughs> for me, um, I let me think. I, oh my God. I have
3: actual, I have actual things. Oh,
1: those weren't your actual thoughts because you're always really positive. <laughs> no, that was so actually, I just assumed.
3: I know. I'm always just where I just sit and just squeal with delight at everything that happens. Um, I liked the mini challenge. That would have been a good was... April
1: Fool's episode.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, next year. Yeah. Um well. Uh and I liked I liked the mini challenge. And I, I liked the lip sync, the three with two going home, but not for the reason that everybody probably thinks. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting twist that much like the double Shantae that seems to happen every season. I would mm-hmm. love to see something like this just randomly thrown in during mm-hmm. the seasons now, where suddenly it's not just two of them lip sync against each other. It's three
4: mm-hmm.
3: and that two of them have to go home, not for the reasons that everybody thinks, mm-hmm. because that definitely played a reason to why I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just it's cause it's something different. Again, if we're going to play, if we're going to play with the format a little bit, this is some way that you could actually play with the format. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the one thing that I did not like is I normally like the roasts a lot. Mm-hmm. This was possibly one of the weakest roasts that they've had. What would be a weaker one? I feel like the Michelle visage roast, what even though that has the even though that has the infamous pheromone mm-hmm. um roast, but I just there there wasn't it didn't feel like there was even attempts at, everybody was slightly cringy with the exception of one or two. But that's getting way ahead to where we talk about that. How about you? What are your two things and one thing?
1: Well, I always look forward to the roast. Okay. So even if it's a bad roast, I'm going to like the episode more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, B, I don't know. <laughs> the thing I didn't like about the episode, I actually thought if I'm being honest, I thought – I keep wanting to call her Deja Soul. What was the name of the new guest judge? Dulce Sloan. Dulce Sloan. Dulce Sloan was needlessly harsh on the girls in the
3: rehearsal. I I was mixed. I wrote down at one point. I'm like, oh, she's actually a good – when they were first doing it. When they were first coming out, I was like, Oh, she's a really good coach. But then during the judges, I was like, Yeah, you are being a little Todd right now.
1: Yeah, it was like she wasn't really being constructive. She was just saying, That's not funny. Which is if she, I don't know, I don't know this Dulce Sloan from anybody, right? But if her Mm -hmm. history is in stand up comedy, then there are ways that you can say, Okay. How do we reframe that? How do we twist that? How do we do the change of the wording? There was actually, like, for, and maybe we didn't see it. I can't remember who it was. Had a good joke, but as a joke writer, I was like, oh, we need a sw- the joke's good. We got to switch the words up, though, where we have to, mm-hmm. like, um end on the the punch, which they didn't. I can't remember what the joke was. So it's well, I, anyway. I feel
3: like during that part of it, she was she did say things like "you're you know you're using too many words," you we got to figure out a way to kind of boil this down to the to the the setup and the punchline, and you're 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 wandering too much. I feel like she said that, but she feels like she said that a couple of times with girls. Um, so in that regards, I thought, oh, that is helping. Mm-hmm. That does seem to be helping, but then it seemed like none of them took her advice, which then I think also she seemed kind of pissed off.
1: Yeah, and you know, none Ring of the judges. girls went for her, and I think it's because she gave off an energy, like, you better not roast me. You know? Like, it didn't give an energy, like, roast me.
3: Yeah. You know? Only one. I wrote down that the first
1: one, person girl,
3: she, one person did. One
1: person did. felt like Bosco or Camden.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Called her, like, a- uh, something about
3: Lizzo. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, and then saying, okay, as hell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, but that's, I don't know. I, I didn't really have strong feelings about this episode either way. And I think this is my whole take on the whole season. I actually don't. I, maybe there's been a couple of episodes that I strongly dislike, but I think sort of my overall problem with the way the season is presented is it's just a malaise. You know, is Middle blah. of the Road. Yeah. Yeah. So like for yeah. instance, this isn't a horrible episode, you know? It's like the nourishment is palatable, mama. Like it is well edited, it is moves, the, the, the episode moves, it doesn't set, drag, it does but it's 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 like junk food in in the truest sense in that it's empty calories. Like you just watch this and you don't get enjoyment out of it. You know, like You were enjoyed for the moment, but you immediately forget the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it reminds me of, I, I don't know if it's changed now, but there was one of those shakes, uh,
3: Soylent, right? And I I was just getting, I was, yes, I was just going to say that it is, it is, has nutrients, but it is not delicious. Yeah.
1: I, and I used to drink Soylent, and Soylent, I remember the weirdest experience with drinking Soylent. Maybe Soylent has changed their recipes, okay? But at the time, what was weird about Soylent was it gave you like, you know, four or five hundred calories per shake. And you would drink it, and it had the consistency of pancake batter. But it – it and I don't really know how to explain this. It tastes like nothing. It literally mm-hmm. tastes like you – there was no taste whatsoever. It wasn't a bad taste. It wasn't a good taste. It was like you felt volume in my mouth your mouth and you were drinking it. But it was – there was no flavor whatsoever. Like water, I suppose. Maybe even water yeah. has taste. And mm-hmm. that's what this feels like. It just feels like we're getting a show and it's the form of a show. And I said before, the girls are very likable. Mm-hmm. um, But it's just – I leave with feeling nothing.
3: I think that the fact that the girls are so likable – is part of the problem. Yeah. That even the closest that we have to a villain, which would be diabetes, is likable. I like diabetes Clearly. Which is why I still have insulin shots every day. <laughs> I'm reserving comment.
1: But... I'm not a big Diabetic fan, but she she doesn't rise to the level of villain. And like I said right. before, I recognize a lot of my problems with diabetes are that she reminds me of the boyfriend that I don't like of somebody that I know. You know.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh and that could be projecting onto her that hatred. But you know, you know, I was listening to our response to Griffy and uh-huh. in it I was talking about how a lot of the rancor towards the show from the audience has to do with uh, the fact that they didn't, they had six non-elimination episodes, right? And right. I was trying at the time to think of a good analogy and I thought of one later, which was, you, do you remember whenever you'd be in school? Cause I was talking about how not having anyone eliminated at the end of the episode is very frustrating and, and, and anxious, anxiety inducing kind of. Right. When you'd be in school and the teacher would have all this writing on the board
4: uh-huh. and then
1: she'd erase the board, but there'd be one little bit left. Yeah. And she's talking, but all you can think about is that she didn't erase that one little bit. I think uh-huh. when you keep having this many non-elimination episodes, that's what it feels like. It's like yeah. it doesn't feel complete. It feels there's an anxiety in that, like, no, we were supposed to eliminate somebody. And it, it just feels right. – and when you have that enough times, it just – it turns into anger. It turns into We're hatred. working towards
3: a goal. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's the equivalent, of kind of using an analogy when you're talking about Soylent, it's sort of that of where when you're trying to lose weight and you weigh yourself on Saturdays and you worked really hard to get somewhere mm-hmm. and you get on yes. the scale and you weigh the exact same amount yes. that you weighed the week before, Yes, that's frustrating.
1: It's constant plateau. It reminds me of uh, a wise man named Yoda. I think he said this. Do or do not, there is no, you Try. both shante <laughs> I think is
3: what Yoda said. Away, you must shantay.
1: Yeah. No, stay, you must shantay. Stay, you must shantay. After the non-elimination, Bosco <laughs> enters the workroom waving her golden chocolate bar. Bosco expected everyone to stay, say her name on the runway. Uh, meanwhile, Camden and Bosco bury the hatchet. Uh, your thoughts on everything that happened non-elimination? Like, even listen to what I just said. Nothing happened.
3: Well, and I mean, it, what I wrote was all of the niceties. Now, any mm-hmm. other time that there has been in the past, and it's happened a couple of times here where nobody's gone home, they inevitably show one girl, usually the villain, and I'm saying that in rabbit ears, usually it's mm-hmm. Diabetti going, we're still at the same number. Like, you know, it, it's going to be that much harder to get somebody to go home. And mm-hmm. The closest we had was Georgia saying this. But with all of the niceties that are going on, it feels like they are trying everything they possibly can to get these girls to fight. Mm-hmm. And I think that the gold bar was supposed to while everybody was happy for them i think they were expecting somebody to say something dramatic Mm -hmm. and the closest we got to that was at the end of untucked last week when willow said i'm so happy for you but i'm also pissed off at you right now and everybody just laughed
4: Mm -hmm.
3: like nobody said between that and when we see later when they give half the group the chance to create the the rank they want something to happen the closest we got to that was bosco and camden last week arguing over the one spot and that was like it was very much i felt like the guy in the meme in the yellow suit that's standing behind the tree and like you know rubbing his fingers together Mm -hmm. licking his lips like all right finally we have some fight and now we're back to walking with children in nature all the time
1: yes you you, but while you were talking you just made me realize something is that we don't consider these contestants as people and what i mean is we think about the number of episodes we're going back to this whole drama again we think about the number of episodes (laughs)
3: Griffy, Griffy, skip ahead about thirty seconds. Yeah,
1: we think about the number of this number of episodes in terms of our own experience and how mm-hmm. frustrating it is. But now I'm thinking about George's and Deja going home and how happy they looked. Mm-hmm. And I was and that like, is,
3: "That is the last note that I wrote. They looked relieved."
1: And I'm like, "Yeah, because if they're there for fourteen episodes, that's." Probably almost like six weeks, you know? Uh And then they had to, because they were still in COVID, you know, safety, they had to isolate in the hotel room for two weeks. So this is nearly two months of near isolation that they've been in. They must be so happy to go home.
3: And I would surmise... That both of them, on some level, seeing the competition, knew that they were they were devoting their lives to this for these two months and weren't going to win the crown. Yeah, when you're seeing everybody around you have multiple wins, and one only seems to be there because she can lip sync the house down boots, mm-hmm. and the other one is delusional and thinks that because Ru said at one time she was the lip sync assassin of the season, yeah, you, you have to realize like. Oh, I'm going to be here, and and Deja kind of talked about it and untucked a little bit of like it almost feels worse that I'm still here, and that there's a possibility that I'm not going to win the crown. Like I'm so close to it, and I'm yeah. not going to get it. Like it almost makes it harder to be here.
1: Well, yeah, but also too, if you think about it, in, in from a from a pragmatic point of view, is the two of them realize they made a the snatch game deja one snatch game they're leaving right before the penultimate episode they their booking fees are up yeah they've they've gotten where they need to go and i mean they're literally leaving at the sweet spot because tomorrow someone will be very they were right there near the crown you know the finale and they didn't make it that person will be very disappointed but they're leaving pretty much close to the end and they don't have yeah they're i mean they they're gonna have a high quote blah 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 and Anyway, the next day, <laughs> Deja and George's bicker over the title of lip sync assassin. Next, RuPaul into the workroom with the Norvina. I'm sorry, with Norvina, the president of Anastasia Beverly Hills. For this week's mini challenge, the queens working in teams will recreate a mural of RuPaul and Dolly Parton. Team Dolly, which includes Camden Willow, Dia, and Bosco, shines brightest and wins the mini challenge. Next, RuPaul announces this week's maxi challenge: the roast of ross matthews the queens will the queens will need to prepare original comedy sets roasting ross and the the judges panel and their sisters as the winners of the mini challenge team dolly gets to set the order for the roast um taylor and if we didn't cover anything after the non-elimination go ahead by all means and cover it but um any big thoughts and anything we just talked about what do you think about that mini challenge
3: I like the mini challenge. As I said in the beginning of the episode, it was, it was fun. It was not a long mini challenge. I mean, we, they released that during act one, um, which they released on Wednesday on YouTube. And that whole clip was including the beginning was nine minutes long. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was just a fun, silly. It definitely was cross promoting. Um, I wrote down Rue standing next to a busted lady Gaga impersonator, uh, Oh, yeah. Which, which she, I, I get the, she was on, I think, last season where they had the fun, they had the fun challenge of where they had to paint each other's faces from behind. um And that was silly. And this kind of felt sort of silly. So in that regards, I liked it. um How much do you think that palette is? I looked it up. The, the, the palette that they're uh, promoting.
1: Well, I know Anastasia Beverly Hills is very expensive. I'm going to guess
3: $180. no. Debt lower. Oh, really? Much lo- much lower actually.
1: $50? A little bit higher. $51? <laughs> <laughs>
3: 60 bucks. Oh, $60. really? Yeah. Which is not terrible from what I know about makeup. But uh it's yeah, so so $60, but the whole idea that half of them get to assign the roast. I feel like again, if one thing that we have seen, even the groups that all seem to get along, You know, an example that I could think of is the last or the Lawrence Chaney season of Drag Mm -hmm. Race UK, when queens get to assign the roast, that seems to be where there's a fight. And even then, I feel like the producers were looking at this like, fuck, we can't even get like where everybody like was willing to work together to get a list. Like nobody seemed pissed at their spots to where even somebody brought it up in confessionals. Mm -hmm. Like everybody is happy with where they got that they got their spots nobody i believe like one of them even says one of the ones at the signing like okay so everybody's got something none of them can be mad at us at Mm -hmm. this because everybody got what they want Mm -hmm. that's great for that's great for the contestants but as far as something interesting that's not great for us Mm
1: -hmm. there's a rumor going around the drag queens that came that i i got whiff of and then someone uh-huh. made a post about it and then they put it on Discord um, but it was on April Fool's Day. So people were like, is this an April Fool's joke? And I don't know if this is true. I could I could poke around and find out if it's true or not. But that season fifteen is gonna be the last season for a while. That they're kind of they want to reboot the show and they wanna take a season a year off or two to reboot the show. Oh, don't get me wrong, they'll still have their a billion other franchises, just the US right. show. You know? I don't know if this is true. That seems unusual, right? Um, yes.
3: but, and for them to release it on April Fool's Day.
1: Yeah. I mean, this was like a, it was like a fan account and stuff like that, but I, I had heard rumblings about that. That, that seems very strange. Um, but I don't know. You know, this, they make very mysterious business decisions. I think it's a profit deal, Taylor. I think they want to make money. In the workroom, Team Dolly (laughs) strategizes on the lineup, and the queens start joke writing. Team Dolly sets the order as follows. Bosco, Georges, Willow, Angeria, Daya, Deja, and Camden as the closer um over in the ma- in the rehearsal michelle is joined by the daily shows dulce sloan on the main stage bosco needs to be more shady willow needs to get to the point and Angeria shows real promise dia gets laughs from michelle and dulce De- deja learned her jokes don't work and camden gets laughs and george's flops any thoughts on what happened in the maxi challenge there taylor
3: I I was surprised at just how bad the rehearsals all went yeah because even the ones that they said were pretty funny mm-hmm. were not necessarily very funny. like you mm-hmm. didn't get with the exception of maybe one or two jokes where like you mm-hmm. get the big Michelle visage ha ha laugh yeah. that it just seemed a lot of like, okay, why is that supposed to be funny? And I was thinking, unfortunately, again, I spoiled it for myself. I knew two girls were going home this week uh, but my thought was, Okay, so are we having like another snatch game experience where they're all, where they're all gonna tank?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I was, I was a little worried going into the actual roast that it was going to be just a night of cringe.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, uh, that was kind of my thought with that. And I also thought that George's, giving up sort of felt like a misdirect at first. Like maybe it was, maybe she actually was going to like knock it out of the park mm-hmm. because we haven't really seen a girl give up like that in a long time mm-hmm. or where they just sort of looked defeated. Um, I feel like the closest we've seen to something like that, particularly like the laying down, I almost feel like we're going to see the memes of George's and Nina Bonita Brown, where they're both laying across an ottoman in a bath in a bathrobe. Cause I feel like that happened with in uh, season nine as well um not long before she sort of just kind of gave up and and went home mm-hmm. um it just was a very like oh okay but mm-hmm. that makes sense too of when we realize that you know it's sort of like you know dance for your dinner constantly mm-hmm. and that gets exhausting after a while
1: well it it's it's actually very similar to season 7 in that you have this cast that I wouldn't say they're a strong cast. Season seven had a strong cast, yeah. But um, but a cast is a nice group of girls, you know. And they throw these challenges at the, it's like in other words, they didn't book any comedy queens. They they booked a lot of dancing queens, uh-huh. you know, who feel the beat of the tambourine. But uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs>
3: you're so dumb we <laughs> were so dumb
1: but um but then they booked these these queens who can dance and then they give them a bunch of comedy challenges or a bunch of like uh design challenges or that and it's like i get it maybe you have to throw them for a loop once in a while but then they booked did they book any comedy queens am i like, i'm trying to think here
3: no even to the ones that went went home i didn't know that there would have been a comedy queen yeah so the, there didn't seem to be the outright instagram queens either there didn't seem to be there didn't seem to be a lot of bedroom queens there were either, which, yeah. which now they, when you when you talk about that as far as like the the quote-unquote classifications of the queens mm-hmm. that's one that we usually get that we didn't necessarily get this time
1: yeah i don't know how they cast the show i really don't know how that what their process is but like i'm wondering if she if, if they should in the future go in a sort of survivor type mode where they have you know You know, camp versus dance or Instagram versus, and there's different teams, and then they finally merge at some point where they do, I don't know, because it just seemed like this, and maybe that's the problem, is that this cast is A, too nice, but not utilizing the best way to show off their skills. Um,
3: I would, I would agree with that. Because, yeah.
1: And maybe that's why Georges was not as pissed because she's like, it's another fucking comedy challenge. I don't do comedy challenges. It's just not what mm-hmm. I do. Um, now I do think that if you're going to go on the show, you're going to realize you're going to do some comedy challenges. There's always going to be a roast. There's always going to be a snatch game. There's always going to be some sort of acting challenge to be funny, but. Uh, yeah, and I feel, I'll be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest with you, Taylor, I'm usually lying to you, but, uh, I'm gonna be honest. Oh my god, me too! I know, as a podcaster right now, I feel deficient, because I don't have much to say about this episode. Maybe that's why I want to talk about Griffey, maybe that's why I want to talk about this new sugar-free gum I saw in the aisle of the supermarket. (laughs) There- there, I want to talk about anything but this episode. Not because it's bad, like I told you, it is just there's just there. nothing to say about it. It's the it's
3: sugar free gum. Yeah, it's, it's sugar free gum.
1: gum. It loses its flavor after ten seconds.
3: Yeah, <laughs> because I also know that you tend to do the heavy lifting when we have roast episodes. Yeah, but I also feel like you know you talked about the the order you want to go in, and, and that's we came of thing. up again this thing time, yeah. And I feel like we've, we've kind of done this already and nobody fought with anybody about, well, why did you put me there when I said I wanted to be here?
1: Yeah. And there were no iconic, they tried to make Georges into the pheromone with the, "Ah, the,"
3: yeah, you know, which that honestly, that felt more Blair St. Clair to me when she did the roast on all stars, which her, her papers were, were getting mixed up or her notebook versus, versus pheromone.
1: True. You're right. And, It's, it's, you're right, I find myself saying the same thing, which is, guys, I'm gonna say this once. If you know a girl's gonna be on drag race, let me tell, send this to her. On the roast, you want to go as early as possible. You wanna go first. A roast is not like a stand-up show. A roast is opposite, because a stand-up show, you have a bunch of topics at your disposal, and so the likelihood of people covering the same topics would be unusual. And in fact, in a real stand-up show, you would consult with the headliner to make sure the topics don't um, uh, conflict, okay? Yeah. And uh, in a roast, you're all talking about the same things. So if you want to go first or very early on especially if you're not very good, because you're getting first crack at the material. This is why they saved the big heavy hitters for last in the Comedy Central roast. Yes, because they're very good, but also because they could still be funny and have heard all the jokes. They're going to take it in a way that no one else takes it. You know? Mm-hmm. So they were like oh i don't want to go first i want and then like bosco was like i will go first and like now by the way if i was in drag race i would do the same thing i be like i guess if no one wants to go first i'll go first <laughs> right but i would yeah. be like inside like <laughs> that means you get to make all the obvious jokes all the yeah. great jokes and no one else has done them
4: mm-hmm.
1: everybody else would be like oh i gotta cross that out i gotta cross that out, i gotta cross that out um but we see that every year on the roast and in fact they've even perpetuated i mean there have been previous um rehearsals where michelle's like you well you don't want to go first or something like that i'm like you do in a roast dummy anyway uh why don't we do this taylor why don't we take a break okay when we come back we are going to talk about the rest of the episode
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: All right, I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race, the last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I, this, this, this sits on me, on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this. So you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way, big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy. Tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had. And I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out, and therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash race.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: I don't know what I did during that break. I did uh, I snorted some Booker Sugar. I went and did some Jumping <laughs> Jacks. And now I'm back. I am full of energy. I'm ready to talk about this roast. Uh, but first, let's talk about literally probably one of the most pointless and boring elimination days in the history of the show. It's elimination day and the queens get ready for the main stage. Daya hopes her set goes well. Georgia is uh, scared to hit the stage but it's ready to lip sync if necessary while Bosco pokes fun at Daya for her dirty beauty blender. I was really literally watching elimination day and I was like, it all – you know <laughs> – you know, when during the any kind of episode when there's like a scene that has a lot going on, they'll sort of like warm you up with like little, little tiny topics. And then they uh-huh. get to, like, it'll be like, oh, my God, my nose is so big. No, it's not, girl. You have the tiniest nose of all time. I think it's big. Did I ever tell you guys that I lived in a coffin for four years? And you're like, what? <laughs> so like, I they it was all those like little things. And then it was like, dun, 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 dun. and I was like, that was elimination day. I was yeah. like waiting for the big emotional like moment, the the joke or the, it, even it doesn't have to be a drama thing. It could be like oh, my panties are in a bunch and then they're like running around. There was uh-huh. none of that. It was like A
3: dragonfly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It it was there was none of that. It was literally like, I'm putting my makeup on. It it really wasn't it was like, I'm putting my makeup on and this is really fun. Yeah, I'm scared about but my jokes are gonna be good.
5: to the main stage of RuPaul's
6: Drag Race. My boyfriend's nice. back, and it's style superstar Carson Kressley. Shh. Shh. when I summoned, everybody? Hello, it's me, Carson Kressley.
1: Carson, how are you today? What's Carson Kressley doing here? We didn't summon him.
6: Oh, yes, you did. I heard my music, and I came running downstairs with my panties on and everything.
1: <laughs> T- has he been on the show before, Taylor.
3: A couple of times, yeah. It's usually when you, you go out to go get go to the bathroom or something. But we're not even in the looks. Well, but he's here. He's here.
6: I can't even stay for the looks, guys. Taylor, i got to tell you something. Did I tell you um, I went to the doctor this week? You did? Did everything go okay? Yeah, it wasn't for me. It was for my boyfriend. He has a really bad case of dandruff.
3: Oh, what, what did they give him to take care of that?
6: Well, the doctor said, uh, have you tried keeping him head and shoulders? So I went away a week later. I come back, and the doctor says to me, how did it work out? And I said, not very well, doctor. And he goes, "Why? Uh, what do you mean? He goes, how do you give shoulders?
3: <laughs> well, I have nothing for that.
6: <laughs> well, anyway, I just heard my music. If you have no need for me, then I'm going to go, all right?
3: All right, Carson. Thanks for stopping by.
6: All right, like toodaloo! All right. Hey, grab your butt plug on the way out.
3: What? That was really strange. It was strange. Does it's Carson always come on in? and say some really offensive, dumb, corny, gay joke? Yeah, yeah. That seems to be his thing. That that's that's his uh, that's his bread and butter.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know what that was. Anyway, that was a horrible elimination day. It was one of the worst yeah. ever. Yes. Also, remind me not to ever play that music again. That's what summons Carson?
3: Yeah. Hmm. Like, uh, like Timmy Trumpet. What did you just say? Timmy Trumpet.
4: <gasps> Hello, <Who's Taylor>? Halo. <gasps> did you Timmy? summon me?
3: I have never met you before, Timmy. It's so nice to meet you. Why do you oh, have I've that act you. in your hand?
4: I've met you before. Many times. Really? Yes.
3: When, Often, when is that?
4: When you're sleeping in your bed. Have you ever. I have a question. Yeah? yeah. Have you ever woken up and you think it's sleep apnea and you're like.
3: <gasps> Actually, my husband does that. He has night terrors. Now I know that it's not a sleep thing, he's no. just seeing you.
4: I'm choking him in his sleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's terrifying.
4: It is. <laughs> How are your dogs, Taylor? Delicious. <laughs> It'd be a real shame if someone possessed them.
3: <gasps> Sometimes Something. I think they are possessed. Is that you?
4: Maybe it is. Oh, okay.
3: How am I going to know that you have possessed my dogs?
4: If one of them says to you, "The devil sucks socks in hell," or "Darn socks, darn socks hell. in hell." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big drag yeah. race fan, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> you like the, you like the Sydney gaze. Isn't yeah, that yeah. The one yeah. There are you too like? many
4: episodes of this drag race.
3: Right, right. I don't like it.
4: Okay, but um, but uh, don't summon me again, please, or I'll ch- I'll start choking you.
3: Okay, if you could clean up that puddle of blood behind you on your way out the door, that'd be great.
4: Don't be sassy, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> be a real shame if something happened to you.
1: <gasps> Would it? Taylor, I don't know. You're summoning a lot of very dangerous things here. I don't yeah. Um, I don't know if that was very smart. Anyway, by the way, everyone in the puppy feeder is not gonna know what you're talking about there. <laughs> that guys, this is if you want to know what what dis uh afterthought inside jokes sound like, there's a whole thing with Timmy Trumpet and I by the way, I don't have I can't summon him. Only no. other afterthought hosts. No, only me. other
3: afterthoughts do. Yeah. And I've mm-hmm. never done it before, but I was excited. I feel like I have to, I have to summon him at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Taylor, uh, let's actually talk about, uh, the roast, if you will, of Ross Matthews. <laughs> Matthews! Okay. Uh, Taylor, your thoughts on this big roast of Ross Matthews?
3: Well, first of all, I loved Drew's hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important thing. Um, I, like I said before, it was not necessarily one of the strongest ones. I kind of agreed with everything the judges said, mm-hmm. particularly about the middle of the road. Mm hmm. Folks, I thought that Bosco did re- – do you want to go over each one or do you just want kind of my general thoughts? Give me, your, give me whatever you want to give. I mean we're, re- okay. we're actually pretty good on time. I really, I really only wrote, wrote one word or sentence for each of them. For mm-hmm. Bosco, I thought that she was a great start for the show. I thought that she did start off really strong mm-hmm. and of all of the girls was probably the strongest and should have won Should have won the the challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgis, it was clear George's was bombing. Mm-hmm it felt very Rue was la I almost think Rue was laughing too hard at the jokes. Yeah. Like where there were times, especially with some of the jokes where she realized if she didn't laugh, no one was going to laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's very much of the emperor has no clothes. So we all have to have Rue laughs then we all kind of laugh for, you know, with her mm-hmm. on that. Um, Willow felt very safe to me. It was not, it was not a go for the jugular. It was just kind of like, all right, these are easy jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Injuria had a couple of good jokes, but I thought her uh, confidence was what kind of kept her from being at the bottom.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: For uh, Daya and Deja, I wrote yikes and cringing. Mm-hmm. And Lady Camden, I thought was really good energy, but then she sort of died out at the end. But yeah. I think that was all of the that was all of the asshole jokes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, that was really that was not good. Yeah. I also... I, you know, we're, we're, we're... Why don't we do this? Why don't we... This is weird we've never done this before, but I want to make sure we're good on time. I'll, for my general thing, for memory, because I've only watched you watch this once this week, I'm going to be honest with you, Taylor, is that it was very... Again, not so bad it was cringy, but not... I don't remember anyone being particularly good, okay? So why don't we do this, and why don't we talk about the looks, and then why don't we... Wrap up the show ish, but then right before, why don't we listen? No, no, it was really long. Were there any particular people that we should talk? Let's listen to, to Georges, Camden. Is there one more you want to listen to? Bosco. Okay. So Bosco, so Bosco and Georges start in a row, and then we could jump to Camden at the end. And we'll just listen to okay. those three. And we'll listen to those. Um, okay. Um, let's talk about Taylor. Now, the looks. The the category this week is too, too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, any big thoughts on the looks here? I liked
3: I liked Bosco's look. I thought it was different. And it was still sort of a, a bra, a corset, and some panties. But mm-hmm. it, 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 it works for her because there was something different enough about it. Willow Pill... Was awesome. Will, Willow's was, Willow's to me was high drag. But mm-hmm. That was just a lot of fun. And I also thought, I thought that Deja's was pretty. Um, no, I'm sorry. I thought Daya was pretty, but I thought Lady Camden's was gorgeous. Lady mm-hmm. Camden looked absolutely stunning mm-hmm. in her, in her traditional ballerina outfit with the hair and the jewels and just looked amazing. So those were my favorite looks. Everybody else was just sort of like, eh, okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That's fine.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't really have strong thoughts on the looks. This is the part where I started being like, my eyes were heavy. People yeah. listening to the Public Lead Later should know that I only got a chance to watch it once because I misunderstood the assignment uh, <laughs> for what time we were showing up today. So I thought it was one time, it was another. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh. All right. Well, then those are the looks. The looks. All right. Very good. On the main stage, RuPaul names Bosco the winner of the challenge and places Georges, Daya, and Deja in the bottom three. RuPaul reveals that two of the queens will be eliminated from the race after facing off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. In the end, Daya wins the lip sync, and Georges and Deja are told sash- sashay away. I'm sorry, told two sashay away, leaving five queens in the race. Taylor, any final thoughts on the
3: episode? Just sort of what we talked about um i think daya knew she was going to be in the bottom because she changed her heels that was the first thing that i noticed when she came out was she had on a different set of heels than those 11 inch
4: oh okay those 11 yeah. inch
3: because there's no way she could have done all of those moves in those heels mm-hmm. uh, so that made sense um and we sort of talked about this already george just looked so relieved to be done yeah that it just where she was she just short of skipping off that off that stage do you um, did,
1: did do you got did you get the sense that george's was trying or
3: no uh-huh. no i i got the sense that of of the three of them Daya seemed to RuPaul, be the there... one that still had the strongest like i need to be here still had mm-hmm. that hunger mm-hmm. and also she said during the lip sync you know. This song is about being pissed off and I am channeling into that right now. Whereas Mm -hmm. I feel like the other two were like, I'm going to do a serviceable lip sync. Yeah. But especially when they said the three of you and that was clearly nobody expected that because you could tell by their reactions and you get the die went fuck, you know, under her breath. And the other girls in the back were very like, holy shit. I think that at some point. The other two just went, well, now now I just went from a fifty percent chance to a thirty-three percent chance. Yeah. So it's just sort of like I I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um it just it just felt like it was they were serviceable. I, I would even say George's was serviceable. Daya Daya clearly uh Deja clearly didn't know the words yeah. a couple of times. She just sort of mashed her mouth around. Mm-hmm. Um and Georges – you know, this was kind of the problem with uh Jasmine Kennedy in that You've only got usually so many moves. And if you keep lip syncing, you keep using the same moves. We've seen it already. Yeah. And I felt like with Georges, Georges was doing some of these moves that I'm like, uh, we've already seen you do these. We're not seeing anything new. Whereas with, you know, at least you can say with Daya and Deja, we haven't necessarily seen them as much. So I'm at least a little bit more intrigued on in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Deja doesn't know the words. Die is giving emotion, so my eyes immediately went to diabetic to mm-hmm. watching what she was doing.
1: Yeah. So, I guess my question is: So, you think diabetic deserved to be the one? That was a fair decision
3: of the three of them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Very good. Do
3: you disagree with that?
1: The, you know, I ta- guys listening at home. I listen. I watched this very late, and I was nodding off during it, and I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to rewatch it. I, I wouldn't be able to give a fair assessment, but I okay. I, tr- I trust your opinion. In public, in private, I don't. <laughs>
3: and um, so I'll I get a call that. ten minutes from now, yeah. going, "What the fuck were you thinking?" And Then I, I just I cry.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad this is not a, 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 a important episode or something like that. Like there's only as an episode of people. And maybe I'll go and bring it to the runway, or maybe on Alaska thoughts. If I have any new thoughts on it, I will talk about it there. But for mm-hmm. now, I think I've said everything I have to say about this episode. But what I did promise is that we would listen to three of the roasts and talk about them. And the first one you wanted to talk about was Bosco. And Bosco landed up winning the whole thing. So let's actually take a listen to her roast. Here we go.
5: Welcome to the roast of the legendary Ross Matthews! Matthews. I'm going to stop it along the way,
1: everyone, just so you know.
5: Before we get started, I do want to take a moment and... Talk about myself. Oh! So last week I had... Now, I
1: will say when I was watching this, I was a little like, that's not really what a a roast is. So let's see where this goes. Okay? I
5: had the legendary honor to be told to go home by each and every one of my competitors. (laughs) I
1: didn't think that was a funny joke. and she It was something that she really wanted to bring that up. I don't know why. Because she brought it up in the rehearsal in a different way. And then she still brought it up again. (laughs) Payler, yes?
3: I, I think it is her way of saying, oh, you all wanted to get rid of me? Fuck you all. I'm about to do really, really well. Whether or not that was actually going to happen, I think that was just her way of being, this is what people remember most about me because this is the most recent event that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she was still, even though she said, I understand everybody had to say a name, I think she was still in her feelings a little bit about this. Yeah. And right. that's why she came from that yeah. angle.
5: Everyone on the panel. Yeah. <laughs> And by RuPaul. I have been told to go home more times than Ross at white parties. Okay. I have been told to go home more times than Michelle every time she visits the UK.
3: Good joke. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, th- this also explains that this is, that was the setup for that was the setup for the jokes at, at the expense of other people.
1: Yes. And you know, I just decided right now for Rulaska thoughts this week, Lori Roggenkamp and I, know, you know, comedy icon, Los Angeles comedy icon, <laughs> Lori Roggenkamp and I will dissect this roast for Rulaska okay. thoughts this week. And then we'll talk about, not, she and I won't, but like, then there will be discussion about Drag Race Espanya after. But, okay. um, but what I will say then is, you can set up the joke, and it can be, you know. Again, uh, this is where Dulce is right: is that it's, it's. You want everything to be as concise as possible. You need to get to the joke. So I think what I would have done differently here is I would have been like, uh, last week, all these bitches or I don't know what, want, you know, named me for me to go home, right? I've been, t- I w- but she, what she did was she then she waited for the joke or the applause and look at them, but blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just gone right into it, and she goes. I've been told more times to go home than Biff. Blah, 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 blah. But I didn't, that, that, it, it stopped it. I don't know. I don't think that was a good move.
5: I have been told to go home more times than RuPaul when she tells her record company she has a new song.
4: Hmm. Hmm.
5: I understand the critiques. You're tired of the bras. You're tired of the corsets. You want to see versatility. I'll show you versatility when Willow passes a drug test.
4: Oh no. <laughs> no.
1: This is one of those jokes that actually might be funny in the room, but I don't think we've really
3: seen – I mean, she's mentioned it here and there, but that Willow uses drugs a lot? I mean, other than the mushroom thing of where yeah. she says she takes mushrooms I don't remember anything else about.
1: There could be stuff we don't know, but this is one of the, it's funny for the room, but we're not getting it. It's one of the reasons why yeah. crowd work doesn't work.
5: I'll show you versatility when Georges wins an acting challenge okay. and passes a drug test. <laughs>
1: I guess that was a setup for this joke,
5: but okay. (laughs) RuPaul, you are so old that when you say that you are versed, you mean you are both hunter and gatherer. (laughs) That
1: seems like an old joke, eh? And I really do think in these roasts, the RuPaul is so old jokes are pretty fucked out. I feel like in the future, you shouldn't do those jokes anymore. Same thing, well, we'll get to it in a bit, but like... No, I don't think anyone does this. Anybody? Oh, well, we'll see. I'll make, make sure.
3: Well, I, and the whole I'll show you versatility when I immediately went to Bianca. I'll show you versatility when Visage wears a turtleneck and Santino wins a sewing competition. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Like, so my brain immediately went that like, oh, God, is she just like recycling jokes from old? Yeah. You know, but but I also agree with you that the the old jokes with RuPaul are. Yeah. We've they're they're that, played out. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. She's old.
5: The man of the hour, the reason for the season. When you say that you are verse, no one believes you.
2: <laughs>
5: but for real, I adore you. <laughs> Ross is not a top. He's a blouse. But how is that a big
3: punch at the end? A blouse oh, that- is a feminine top. But we also, right, we also don't know with, the, with editing, there might have been other jokes that just weren't as funny, so they figured well, that's the last good joke she had, so we're going to end there.
1: Perhaps, but this is also like, but she just said he's not a top, and then she said he's a top, he's a blout I don't know. <laughs> I feel. I, <laughs> go you, you know what? On and now I'm going to promise me Elsa Lori. There's going to be a roast of Taylor the Latte Boy, even though he's not going to be here on Thursday on the on the Rula, on Fox. Rula- <laughs> you're going to hear hilarious jokes there.
5: Woohoo! and bring on our next girl. If you hated my corsets, I'm sure you're going to uh, love it. And
1: also, please stop doing the if you hate this, then blah, 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 blah. I, I know that's not the joke she's going for, but I hear
3: that. And, remember, and I mean, thought that's I thought that's where she was going to. Yeah. Her
5: swimsuits.
3: <laughs> it's George's. now we're going to do George's.
2: Which,
1: yeah, I'm very curious to do this one. Here we go.
2: Hi, you nasty bitches. You know, Rupa. I thought I was going to... So they did that little...
1: And I'm like, what yeah. was what was wrong with there was nothing. Okay, she's just saying hi.
2: Be with because she took a pause. Succulent, decadent, gorgeous queens. Instead, I'm getting a linebacker, <laughs> lurch, and the crimson chin bitch. <laughs> Speaking of a line, I okay. It's not a good joke.
1: It's not a good joke. But the sound editing and the editing is very shady. It's not that bad.
3: It, if it was workshopped a little bit, if it was workshopped and the the um actual presentation of it, she was taking she was either taking too many pauses or they were pausing for her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we talked recently about how on th- th- that that s- noise, mm-hmm. they add that w- to kind of manipulate your feelings. Yeah. And they did that with Latrice on the last I saw she was yeah. in like 60 something times this this is meant for you to go oh you're not supposed to like this yeah so even if she did have some jokes that were really funny that noise behind it means we're supposed to go
1: oh she's screwing up yeah if you're grading on a curve this isn't that bad if you're grading on a curve here we go Backers, on big high curve.
2: Michelle.
1: <laughs> speaking of linebackers hi michelle not bad <laughs> You know that weird, awkward thing where they could have easily edited it out, but they kept it in because they want to make her look
2: mm-hmm. um I just want to say, it's so crazy to think that your plastic surgery is older than me. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, she could have been pausing because they were laughing and they can cut the laughter out because they're
1: all on their own mics, you know? So the mic that That's she true. has only picks up her voice, okay? It's not going to pick uh-huh. up them laughing. That's coming from another mic. Because she's pausing in a way that you're pausing for laughter, but they're only playing her pausing for no reason whatsoever because actually speaking of linebackers go to michelle that's a line that rupaul would laugh at yeah and that there was no laughter there was there was some shady editing going there
0: uh, i didn't have any but okay
2: <laughs> i just also want to say rupaul it is so crazy that i've known about you ever since i was in diapers now you're the one in diapers not a horrible
1: joke again if we're grading no. the curve not a horrible joke <laughs>
2: because it's (laughs) true. I could smell it, girl. I could smell it. (laughs) Now the most nastiest bitch of... I still think there's some shady sound dead in there. ...the
3: hour, Miss Ross Matthews. Uh-huh. Because that was actually kind of quick. Yeah. When Rue said, it's funny because it's true, and a lot of people would have just kind of gone, and then moved on to the next. But there was kind of that little back and forth Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't necessarily funny but uh, props to her for actually you know picking up on that picking up Mm -hmm. on that opportunity yeah
2: hello it is good morning (laughs) oh my god you're so gay that your ass sounds like a turkey (laughs) i don't get it but they're laughing yeah (laughs) it's so good to see you lose all that weight how's the baby not a bad joke Ah. (laughs) on a curve surprisingly george's has like good energy up there i just want to bring on to the next day i mean i just want to bring
1: okay the <laughs> here's the welcome here's the welcome you know so all right but george which rupaul makes these same jokes when she's doing this is literally out of the RuPaul playbook during a finale when she messes up. She does that same thing where she goes oh, – like, not a big deal. This is
7: roast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. So let's go – just jump over to Lady Cam- – yes, Taylor, you want to say something? I jumped to Lady Do you Campbell? find
3: it also interesting with all of these that, one, it seems like they don't necessarily talk about Ross a lot for it being the ro- roast no. of Ross Matthews. Mm-hmm. And I also thought it was interesting that Ross didn't get the last where he gets to kind of roast everybody.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That was very. But have they done that in the past with like Michelle go and uh, and
3: and uh, roast everybody too? I think they usually well, they don't. I know, but they did during the Nice Girls roast last year with Heidi and Nina and Valentina. They all got to roast the other queens, but maybe that's because they were former contestants. Yeah, and they, they, they don't, don't mind making it. them look stupid, but they're not. Gonna they m- don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they well, I didn't think Ross Matthews was writing his own jokes. Clearly, he would have writers doing that. But mm-hmm. I also wonder if. You know, they also that can be perceived as when you've got judges making jokes at them, then that's sort of like punching down.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's hundred percent. All right, you ready for Camden? Sure. Okay, let's do Camden. We'll get right out of here. Hello, everyone, Hi. Hi. thanks. That was over. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Good joke. No pizza here. No. Yes! A bunch of ugly monsters who only come to life when there is a hand up their ass.
4: Not a bad joke. <laughs> not a bad joke.
7: I'm excited for tonight's runway. Georges will be wearing a headband as a dress, and RuPaul <laughs> will be telling her that she is a superstar. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's know. not a joke. It's not a joke, yeah. Can't wait for you to superstar your way out of this roast bitch. Damn. Oh my god! Enough about
1: I don't know that great.
7: Them, I'm in front of Game wow. Mount Rushmore tonight. Yes.
1: I don't know if say A. Sloan's in the game, unless, she, unless she's the mountain. Knock, knock. <laughs> There's a roast. <laughs> there you go.
4: <laughs> that that would have been, been,
7: that would have been, that would have been a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but Michelle's a whore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Again, played out. We've heard that.
7: Michelle actually translates to beautiful, and Visage translates to just kidding. (laughs) Not bad. No. Hi, Ross. Hi. (laughs) I'm sorry, my dear, but you represent the bottoms and the bottoms of the week.
3: (laughs) Not a bad joke. I feel like the Michelle Visage one, somebody has said that one before. Oh, so many times. Okay. I was going to say Ross that one, that one, tr- th- there was one that I thought, I feel like I've heard this joke before. And yeah. that I think was the one. It's a go-to here on this roast.
7: True Hollywood success story. Proof that you do not need a deep voice. You just need a deep throat.
1: <laughs> Who's looking at Ross Matthews like, God, Ross, if you give me a blowjob, you, the Hollywood ladder is yours.
7: <laughs> Ross, you are saying yeah. When I shout hello into your ass, it echoes hello, okay. hello, hello. And then it comes back, hey, bitch.
3: A horrible joke. A horrible setup. It, because one, why would you be screaming into Ross's asshole? Why would Camden be screaming into Ross's asshole? If she had said it, you're so gay. If anyone screams hello into your asshole, it comes back, it echoes out, hey, bitch. I think that that could, if th- again, that's cons- um, yeah. making it a little more concise, a little more succinct. And, and you say it once. Yes. And then you're, and then you're done. You're, I agree with you.
7: <laughs> Every time I shout, I need relationship advice and it comes back out.
1: Why would you shout into an asshole, I need relationship advice?
7: <laughs> right. Out, dump him, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I shout, what is the meaning of life into Ross's ar-
1: again why is anyone shouting what is the meaning of life in a Ross's asshole
7: oh, it echoes in and it comes back out it's britney bitch <laughs> oh my God. that's all i have time for today thank you all so much yeah horrible thank you for to us yeah. destroy you completely tonight ross matthews we adore you Mwah. Yeah! thank you yeah!
1: Let's get- All right, well, we're going to do a full breakdown of those and the other ones on Rulaska Thoughts this Thursday. Uh, well, no, Thursday for Patreon. You'll get it on Friday morning in the public feed where we'll also discuss about España as well. Taylor, any other final thoughts before we get out of here? No, no, no right. I think this is good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and
3: myself... Sashay away. Until next week. Thank
1: you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at drag race recap at media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthought media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthought media. Taylor has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Copilot, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor Latte Boy on Instagram and Twitter at T.I.M.C. Taylor Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters Agnesia Chopinska April Pacheco Astute Girl Brad Coley Coco San Pedro Declan Prosser Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland. Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixt. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.